So I've been thinking a lot about power. And as we get older, especially at least as I get older, you know, you crave power more and more. Mankind is poised midway between God and beast. In Greek mythology, there are Olympians, heroes, and monsters. In a lot of religions, there are gods of good and gods of evil. In a lot of the stories and movies we love, there is a battle between good power and bad power. I don't want you thinking that this is a story about folklore. This is a story about us. It's about human beings and our desire for power. Just take one one stroll in NYC during a random afternoon. You'll see the power imbalance, the power struggle between class, the hunger for control. It seems like when power is wanted, it leans in two ways. Gross amounts were only a little more than what we have now. Power to do bad things or power to instill change and good. I know for a lot of us, the desire for power grows as we age. As you get older and older, you get tired of compromising. And as of right now, it seems like it's when you get tired of settling that you desire power the most. You want the power to choose not to compromise. It begs the question of, when you have the ability to choose everything around you and you don't need to succumb to rules, is that playing into the power of a god or a monster? When you really think about it, there is no real major difference between a god and a monster other than the ways they use their power. Now, of course, this is just my perception. You couldn't make the argument that a god is worshipped and a monster is feared. But it still goes back to power. One is worshipped because of its ability to handle and use power humanely, while the other abuses power. I keep mentioning power, but I want to expand on something else for a second. We tend to want power the most when we have those moments where we're staring down the bottle of liberation, hoping to get a drop of something that makes us feel free. The feeling of free is usually tied into some level of power. But the downside means that the more you desire power, you're typically running away from some type of despair. We desire control the most when we feel we have it the least. When our control becomes threatened is when we turn from good to monsters. It's a pretty wild concept to think that our increased desire for power is because of the imbalance of say that we have in our lives. How many of us want to reach for something greater than just ourselves? Something greater than our jobs, something greater than the sum of our mistakes. But then how many of us just 
starve in the gutters, and end up staying there. Too much power can turn people into monsters. Too little power and people turn into monsters or savages. So, is the problem really power? Or is the problem our lust for ultimate control that we use as masks for our ugly behavior? When I think of power, I think of influential people in my life or figures that I've looked up to. But if I'm being honest with you, as of late, it feels like I'm running. I'm racing towards something that isn't even real. I'm living in anxiety and restlessness because I'm too busy chasing shadows. Too busy trying to grasp the life and power of other people until I find myself just exhausted and burned out only to realize that those shadows I was chasing were really nothing more than the ideas of those people that got washed out from the brightness of someone else's sun. And then it feels like it's only a matter of time until I find myself itching to escape back into someone else's fantasy and looking to someone else's shadow as a figure of measurement, as something to become. We fall in love with power and having the control to bend reality to our liking. It's literally why so many of us hold those people in, in high places with so much regard. Whether it's those with money, rank, status, looks, or athleticism. On the surface, it seems like they have more control than we do. And if more control means an easier life, then why not lust after it, right? But I think that's the exact type of thinking that turns us into something ugly. We want an overabundance of it to compensate for the time we didn't have it. What is power without pain? What is control without dominance? What is force other than a disguise to hide fear? Fear of losing, fear of failure, fear of succumbing to doubt. There's, there's no lying to ourselves in that the chase for power means a hunger for control. And that it leaves us one step closer to freedom, one step closer to success. But like everything in life, there's a balance. And like with most big things in life, it's a fine balance. And just a little too much teetering in one direction can set you off. You know, we always look at folklore as a way to judge or describe humanity but what if really people who wrote folklore way back when were just using humanity and all their issues as a way to be explored through folklore 
What if all these gods and monsters we see in the movies and comics are really genuinely just a reflection of how humanity is? All our mistakes, all our shortcomings, all our denial and, and fear and greed. We're human beings. But our lust for a lot of things and our desires turn us into gods or monsters. Or we just end up chasing the idea of what it means to be a god, of what it means to be a monster, of what it means to be a savage. Hence, we're only gods when we're monsters, or we're either gods or monsters, or we either want to be gods or monsters. At the end of the day, you, me, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, all your friends, your teachers, everyone, we're all very irrational. We're all very flawed. We all desire freedom and power and control. It's very important that we don't lose sight of what it means at the end of the day to be better than those feelings, those ideas. To remember that it is beautiful and important to acknowledge the, the tenderness and unique experience of what it means to be human.